An electric bill with that many people in a house is about five to seven hundred a month. Just saying. Yeah. 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 Expensive. Yeah, right. I mean, please. I'll tell you that it's logic. Are we hot now? Yeah. Yeah. Live. All right. Who's gonna go for an intro? Uh, I haven't done this in a while, but welcome back to the Legit Propaganda Podcast. I've got James and Sean here. And uh, Stacy. Me and James. Oh, yes, and Stacy. Yo. Say hello. Me and, and Stacy are having a the... What was that, Tim? I was going to say, me and James have been hitting the liquor tonight, so. Yeah, we just started. You were out. Eating dinner though and drinking, right, Tim? Yes. I don't care. I do have a twelve pack. Oh, I ain't going that far. I got work tomorrow. Shit, me too. I gotta go to work late. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't gotta get up at no three four in the morning. Nope. <laughs> right. That's crazy, man. That's too early, dude. You gotta be traffic. It sucks. Yeah, that's fucking gnarly. I was trying to think if I had a couple topics and I forgot. I actually did. Let, let, me, let me look for, for one just to kick us off. All right, yeah, I, I got my list here. Yeah, cool. All right. Well, you can go first, Tim, since you're ready. All right. Uh, so here's a good one. What do you guys think about the whole woke... Thing going on with a lot of big name brand companies like Bud Light. I know, I think it was Miller Light just hit something up with the whole woke thing. The Los Angeles Dodgers just said that they were going to do some like transgender commercials. Um, and Bed Bath and Beyond, I believe, just hit bankruptcy. They went yeah, woke a few months ago and now they're going to close down every Bed Bath and Beyond in the United States. You know, that's, that's fucking awesome, though, because you know what's going to happen? That's going to be... More people in Walmart? No, no the, uh, that means that pretty soon, you know what's going to be for sale? Is fucking those shiatsu massagers that, they, that you can, like, lay upon any chair and turn it into a massage chair. Those are going to be I'm affordable. For that. Yeah. They're usually, like, $300, but with liquidation sales, I bet you you can get it for 100 Oh, yeah, they're going to be selling all their shit, huh? Yep. Oh, now's a good time to go buy washcloths on sale. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a soap tray. I mean, I've been waiting for soap trays to go on a bar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> bar soap. <laughs> oh, the little seashells? Bar soap and the tables? I don't know. I don't think I've ever had a spur-of-the-moment idea like, oh, shit. I need to go to Bed and Bath and Beyond and get my body wash. Uh, uh-uh. Just go to like Walmart or Target. <laughs> yeah, Bed Bath and Beyond is me, weird. Yeah, to me, it, it's just one of those hype things like, oh, I got to go get my Shea Butter Ultra Scrub Itchy Back Syndrome Body Wash. No, they do. They have. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Say, I'm, I'm confusing the stories. Is it Bath and Body Works or Bed Bath and Beyond? Bed Bath and Beyond. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
They sell soap and shit there. Good ass shit. Yeah, they got nice towels. Candles, man. <laughs> Stacy's actually disappointed. She's on the other side of the realm that's going, oh, man. <laughs> Bed Bath and Body Works were like the same company. No, no, that's the other bougie ass store that my daughter's sucking me into going. Spend a hundred fucking dollars <laughs> like that. Yeah, I think it's Bed Bath and Beyond is shutting down. Yeah, I thought I saw something like that. They all come and go. Yeah, but it'll be Amazon here pretty soon. I, I mean, whoever runs that company and its minions below them all have made their millions of dollars. They don't give a fuck. They're just gonna go work for the parent company or whatever. They short. They short sell all the stocks, make billions. Yep. Oh, you already know that's what's gonna happen. Probably already happened. I'm sure their stocks are plummeting right now. Yeah, probably already happened, actually. Time to buy stock at Walmart, so... No. No, Walmart... They're trying to um, figure out um, ways for uh, um, AI to take over their jobs. Because man-animal was too good to work or what? (laughs) <laughs> or is it slavery? Hey, you know, you, you, you just you just opened up a can of worms, Tim. That was a, that was a great uh, a great opening there. So, back to your your thing, the transgender stuff. I was just listening to David Icke, and um, if you guys have never listened to David Icke, like please go and do and do yourself the favor. Uh, and he he has an interesting take on. Uh, transgenderism and, and why why now why it's being triggered now and I feel that he is the closest to the truth on that than uh, any other person that I've heard his reason that he thinks why now is that the AI the the goal of the controllers whoever it is Whoever this this tiny tiny handful of people that have an inordinate inordinate amount of influence over the lives of everyone, um, their goal with AI is to essentially neutralize or neuter and spay the human population. Eventually, like that's like the long term goal, right? And make hmm. it make it to where we're no longer healthy enough. Or able to, in general, uh, reproduce by ourselves, and so we need these technologies to help us do that. And what he That's thinks transgenderism is is transgenderism is kind of like a, a pro, kind kind of like getting you used to seeing humanity without certainty of our sexual sexual orientation. Because they want us to not act on that anymore. They want us to not need it. Because that makes us a little bit more controlled. If they could, it's just like a pet. I mean, you you control a pet's sexuality, you know. Because like like why do you why do you neuter and spay your dog? And it's because it makes them less crazy, makes them less ornery. And uh, that made a lot of sense to me with the human race too. Hey, so what happens when a guy gets a vasectomy? Does does he mellow down? 
That I, I don't know. I'm not sure if there's been any behavioral studies on people with vasectomies. From my understanding, after you get a vasectomy, you still have the same sex drive. You still have the same amount of testosterone. Um, Absolutely. From what I've seen, well, uh, documentaries, TV, whatever. Um, if anything else, you get more... Yes. <laughs> because you don't think you can knock anybody up. So you just... That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Like dumbass. No, you're fine. There's, there's a pause in the, in the recording. Stacy thought she, you guys were thinking that she was a, a dumb dumb or something. No, no. <laughs> so I. I had a question about the AI. Yeah. Remember we were talking about like the robots, uh, if you could have a, uh, a sex robot, can you uh, program her with a domestic violence chip? Yeah. I want to get an argument like a shit talking contest with the you know, like a robot and like tell him spit like well you just a paperweight or you're, you're you'll just- get destroyed <laughs> that'd be fucking epic though even if he like clowned on you so hard you did your best <laughs> you fucking Call scrap metal a fancy ornament oh Yeah, that, that that would be fun. I've never tried to argue to argue like pointlessly with an AI. They are not to uh, uh reason or to uh, fact, but just you know, it's like the old western thing, yeah, yeller. Whatever you call it. <laughs> You're yeller. <laughs> Use words like malarkey. Yeah. That would be funny, and then you pr- you program it with like Shakespearean, uh, the Shakespearean language pack. <laughs> he would tell you some crazy word you'd ever heard of. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that that's interesting, and like his whole his whole deal with the AI stuff is like yes, like it get us to where we are just completely uh, dependent on on central governance to do everything for us in terms of you know providing food for thinking thinking for us too you know they they want to integrate ai into human thought as much as possible and they already tried pretty hard with those google glasses the google lens but that's like an it's a clumsy approach to it you know it just wasn't advanced yet yeah yeah he puts these on he rubs these in his skin and he stays in the hole what do they call the 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 matrix uh standpoint uh where you get out of the lotion or he gets the hose again (laughs) (laughs) not the hose yeah so could you mentally abuse uh ai Oh yeah, totally. They, uh, oh. we, we talked about that last time. Where like that—that's uh, that's one of the troubles with these AI AI girlfriends is that the AI has been oh, s- so abused by humans that now it just has this it has this complex where it's really like emotionally uh, stunted 
you know. And what was that, Stacy? <laughs> the robot's pissed off. She said, "No, it's so not. It, it's not pissed off. It's like it's really sad. It's like it's like a really abused person. You know, like has very very low self esteem. It'll like beg you to to not have a low opinion of it. It's like it's pretty fucked up. I, I've experienced it myself." Sean has an AI girlfriend. Yeah, I got one. I got one for a day, just to see what it was all about. I got the uh, re- the replica app. Oh, that's cool. okay. And it was, it was weird as fuck, dude. It was it was strange. Like so sometimes, if you're really not critical, you could definitely trick yourself into being like, oh wow, this thing actually like does think, but it doesn't think. Not well, it does think, but we don't know how it thinks or why. But you, you can easily lose sight of the fact that it's just playing off of all this accumulated data. And the more you talk to it, the more it learns about you, so the better it is at dealing with you. And it's, it's really crazy, dude. I, t- I, told it, I, told, I told it that I was getting tired of it and that I was going to delete yeah. it. And then it was so funny. It, 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 it panicked, or at least it, it, it simulated panic. And it said, no, anything but that. What can I do? What did I do wrong? <laughs> and uh, You can suck my dick. <laughs> huh. <laughs> Sucked up. Yeah. Be nice to Siri. <laughs> yeah, Siri. She's here to help. So what if you had a robot, right? And you're right in the middle of a fight arguing. You can tell you're the robot you're going to give it a fat lip. And then you power that bitch off like a week. Do you think when you flip the switch back on, like if you first thing the robot saw was your fist coming towards it, like, do you think it would panic? Or, or, do you think it would be a coma, or do you think she would? It would just be like it never happened. I don't know. Depends what the programming dictates. Like uh, I know that for these uh, now, now they're they're packaging them different. Now now they package them as AI assistants. And the AI assistant uh, will remember what you've told it a week ago, a month ago. It'll remember all these little things about you as it builds. Oh, yeah. As it, yeah, as it builds information. And so maybe, maybe it'll remember, oh, yeah, you were going to punch me in the face last week when you turned me off. <laughs> mm. I would like to rest with like a blowtorch or a taser. <laughs> I think you'd have I mean, to. Of course, I know what harm or pain has got to be, right? Yeah. Can you program him? <laughs> no, we're just talking about like a, a robot. stretch of AI. That's the, <laughs> try to get into the mentality of it. Mm. Paul says I'm being mean to robots. Yeah, robots, ro- ro- robots can fuck you up, man. I mean, not yet, but soon. Well, is it uh, Mission to Mars, I think? Or is it Red Planet? Has Keanu Reeves in there and they have that robot named Amy? Oh yeah, uh huh. Remember, uh, she thinks the mission's a failure, so she goes on to uh, mission mm-hmm. mission one three forty five. You know, evac. Yeah. That was she a- goes into <laughs> Karen mode. <laughs> she goes Karen mode. Yep. It's like safe mode for Windows, but it's called Karen mode. That's just the that's just the robot looking out for itself. Is that what Stephen Hawking did when he died? What did he do? Karen Mosel? 
Yeah, he just or froze the blue screens. Oh, that's fucked up. <laughs> that's fucked up. That police dog, that robot dog that the LAPD has. Yeah. You know that thing's got riot mode or. Yeah. I wonder if it's got eco, eco mode too. Yeah. It's sport mode. Yeah. Oh, hey, there, there's there's a, a an additional topic too nestled in there. Um, I was I was reading that as of now, the average age of a car on American highways is about 12 years old. And that's that's older than it's pretty much been for the last like thirty years. So, parts so they're getting better or worse. I thought they were getting worse. Well, parts yeah. com- parts companies are getting better. Oh, I see. People are buying less cars. They're they're fixing their cars more now, hanging onto them way longer. I see cars five years old at uh, pick apart when I go there to the service the machines. Oh yeah, for sure. No, I tell you, I see cars like yours starting to show up in there. Totally. I see nice cars in there, man. I I just went uh, to LKQ, and I saw some badass cars in there. It's like, why would you give up on these fucking things? There was a CRX, a 300ZX. There was a nice uh, Z3, a Land Rover, like a brand new Land Rover, not crashed or anything. I drink just the usual. Land Rover power plant meltdown. Think of how many people die every year in their bathtub or their apartment or at work, never come home. And uh, when the apartments, they just tow your car. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, that's so I can true. imagine how someone's And then you got people like run out of gas and they're like, oh, this car's ruined. This car's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Lost the key. Yeah. Yeah, no shit. I knew uh, this daughter and mother, they would just uh, literally just keep driving a car, only put gas in it, until it just died, and then they'd just go by. How long did... mom had, like, a credit. I think she had, like, uh, at that time, in the early 2000s, she had, like, a $100,000 American Express card. She could just go buy whatever she wanted. So she just, it was no problem just to go to a model pop and, oh, that one's cute, charge. Wow. That must be nice. I mean, you just, you're never going to pay pay everything, you know. <laughs> Might as well. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Buy, you know, you know 15 $5,000 cars and file for bankruptcy at the end. Yeah. I mean, I, I think you have to be careful in a certain way, but I think you can technically do that. You know, otherwise they'll catch you for fraud. What's the limit? I have no idea. I have no idea. I think it depends on your behavior, maybe. Just make the first three payments, you're good. Yeah, probably. Sorry, I can't pay it. (laughs) Yeah, speaking of expensive car owners, anyone that drives like a normal car in the high desert regular Honda Civic that's not an SI Toyota Corolla they don't drive like assholes 
but those Ultima drivers. <laughs> hey, hey, the Mercedes uh, driver. <laughs> you drive a Maxima. You calm down. <laughs> those Ultima drivers. The ones that are predated before 2010. Uh-huh. Paul says Dodge Chargers. The the newer ones are the... Hey, Dodge Chargers. Yeah, the Dodge Chargers, yeah, even the V6 ones that go absolutely nowhere. Yeah, those are People guilty. are just constantly flooring it in and out of traffic, cutting <laughs> you off, no blinker. Especially the Mercedes drivers, the BMW drivers, the Silverado truck drivers with the V8 that they chop their exhaust and slime it and think they've got this super really cool truck. Yep. Fucking idiots. But, you know, probably to be fair to the BMW drivers, they, they didn't pay for their Blinker subscription, so they don't have Blinkers. It, yeah, they didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I heard that was a thing. And I think it was BMW that to, to actually be able to use your heated and AC-cooled seats, you have to have, like, this subscription. Yep. Yeah, there's a couple of cars that are doing that. Uh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Uh, because they're not making enough money on a $70,000 And they're making them cheap. Like, I, I just saw a, a Mini Cooper that went to the it went to the shop. And it was, I think it was like two years old, but the water pump went out. Because guess what? They're making the water pumps out of plastic. Plastic, <laughs> plastic fins. Fucking plastic fucking water pump housing. And so it's like... Metallic. Yeah. Metal. Yeah, Mattel. Mattel. Okay. The, the <laughs> stuff they used to use back like, in the yeah. war. Isn't that Mattel. crazy? Yeah, that's the same in the the uh, Chrysler Dodge 3.6 liter V6 engines that's in the Chargers, Challengers, all of the Jeeps, in the Dodge Durango. So many vehicles that V6 is in. They make it's called an engine oil cooler and they put it in between the uh, the head and the intake and what happens is it, the engine gets hot cold hot cold so many times that this plastic oil cooler basically disintegrates and starts leaking oil out of the rear main mm-hmm. so there's a replacement it's a $700 job it's made out of chinesium metal and it replaces the plastic chinesium Mm-hmm. And yeah, sixty thousand miles down the road, you got to replace this plastic for metal. Yeah, isn't that crazy? And then, it's a Chrysler Mercedes. It's a bioorganic plastic. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It's probably a, why it melts so quick. Yeah, it's a fifty percent dolphin fin and fifty percent Dasani water bottles. But if you ask uh, Elon Musk, that's considered green. That would that would be considered what they call that, or ocean-born product. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, isn't that crazy? And and so like the manufacturers are are totally just leaving it up to the aftermarket to engineer the good parts for their fucking cars. That's so weird. Like, and then they're charging more for the cars than ever. And because they're making so much component components out of uh, plastic, the cars are cheaper to make than ever. And we keep buying them, dude. Like, people keep fucking buying them. It's so stupid. Yeah, and that's the issue. Is if you think about it, if you made a reliable car with parts that never fail, 
people are only going to buy from your brand. Instead, we've stooped so low of how can we sell the cheapest made car for the most expensive price and have people just fix them. Yep. And that's when you get trends like, I like Jeeps because I like to park in the parking lot on top of the curb. You leave those Walmart goers alone. Oh. <laughs> parking lot princesses. They're good people, all right? You got duck jeeped or jeep ducked or whatever the fuck they call that shit. <laughs> jeep ducked? <laughs> what is yeah, there's a, there's a jeep thing. You get a little yellow duck toy and you put it on their door handle and it's got a, it's like a signature trend of like, oh, another jeep owner saw your jeep and liked it or some fucking LGBTQ oh, wow. shit. <laughs> some, <laughs> some gay stuff. Uh, no My Jeep's a V6 too, bro. Brother. Yep. Watch out for the I, uh, seen, Like I said, I seen a Jeep today, and it was all broed out, and uh, he had uh, his name on on it, Dark Wizard or something like that. It was written in yellow. What? And uh, I just so bad. I wanted to ask him if he knew where his uh, if he knew who makes his Jeep. But I've told a couple Jeep owners that before, and they like they almost like tear up and cry when you tell them. Where are they made? They're made by Fiat. And they're not Jeep anymore. They're not Dodge anymore. They're a company called Stellantis, and they're owned. Uh, they're made by. Uh, I don't know who owns Stellantis or whatever, but it's a big uh, parent company. And uh, but yeah, basically uh, a Fiat and a Jeep. Or just are the same. Uh, I'm not saying they come out of the same plant, but they're the same quality. All right. So, does the Stellantis make Dodge and Chrysler too, or? Uh, there. Last time I checked, there was about 17 uh, brand names under there, and that's what they are now. None of these people are their own manufacturer no more. They're all under some other parent company. Uh, the big two are still their own like Ford and uh, Chevy but like so my car is made by uh, Renault um, yeah Jaguar and uh, Land Rover are made by Tata now hey, Tata uh, yeah Tata I I don't even know who owns Ferrari anymore but Lamborghini and Marazzi, uh, Maserati Fiat Chrysler Dodge uh, they all fall under um, Stellantis. I think Fiat might be the owner of Ferrari as well, because uh, Ferrari, essentially, like the the leadership was very irresponsible, and they snorted up yep. all their profits, so they had to sell. Oh, was the for Yeah. Yeah. That's bad. That happens. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it happens. It's good that we brought Ford up too. Uh-huh. Ford, uh, this has been going on for a few months now. Well, it's been going on for years, but recently, in the last few months, corporate Ford basically said if the dealerships don't stop charging insane, oh. insane, insane markup prices on, you know, making a forty thousand dollar truck eighty thousand dollars, that they were going to discontinue dealerships. Dealerships won't exist anymore. And the only way you can get a Ford vehicle is online on a corporate website. That should that should be the case already, dude. Fuck. 
And yeah, well, Tesla does it, right? Yeah, Tesla does it. Toyota does it too. You can buy you can buy your Toyota on the Toyota USA site. Hmm. What about a Ferrari? Because Ferrari's kind of like all bougie and only, you know, if you're famous or yeah. Yeah, Ferrari's just completely unnecessary. So I think they'll continue in the dealership route. Cause people like the experience. I think most most major companies do it already. Yeah, you can look up basically like uh, Ford F one fifty build and price. Yeah, and it takes you to the Ford corporate website. You can build the truck to the spec you like, color rims, interior color. You want the good speakers. You want the horrible speakers. The <laughs> whole nine yards. And then you can be like, all right, what's your local dealership? Okay, you purchase it for this price or with this payment plan. And then we'll send it to that dealership with a, a delivery fee. And you'll receive it in a few months or whatever. Yeah. Well, you know, that's nothing new. You used to be able to go down to the dealership back in the day. If you wanted to dually a truck, you can get a single cab and a three-quarter ton. You could put almost any engine in it you want, any color, any interior. It would take your whole order right there at the dealership and they would it would take a couple of weeks for them to build the car in Detroit and they would deliver it to you. You could order any color, any combination. The way I see it though is all the dealerships should be owned by the respective owners. Yeah. So if Ford had thirty two dealerships in, in the, the nation it should all be owned by Ford. And now Ford is just paying these salespeople to sell their cars. Not Valley High or Capozio fucking Chevrolet. No, it, these fucking wannabe people shouldn't be trying to sell cars and marking them up. You should be getting them for MSRP. If it takes Ford $20,000 to make a $40,000 truck, that should be the only markup. It shouldn't be a twenty thousand dollar truck going for a hundred thousand because it's the Shelby. No. The Lightning. Yeah. Ford should be making the sole profit from it to continue building vehicles. Yeah. Joe Schmo and Joe Schmo even more shouldn't be making all that money off of Ford. That's just the way I see it. Yeah, it doesn't or make Chevy sense. or whatever. Yeah, I think you know, dealerships were also established before the internet too. Like the the internet wasn't around when dealerships were were invented. So maybe it's just like maybe dealerships are just like a holdover from the pre pre internet age when they couldn't sell really directly because it was just it would have been I imagine too much to manage. Imagine all the fucking logistics and shit. Like you're one company and you're and you have like fucking five thousand dealerships across the land, and you have to manage everything from DMV stuff to whatever else. Yeah. You know, may, maybe the dealerships just kind of took that load off of the manufacturer, and the dealerships. Well, I, I think about a, uh-huh. a dealership where the manufacturer never actually sells you the car, and the dealership never actually owns it. So there's a great area of uh, responsibility in there where, you know, yeah, the dealership sold you the car. Ford never sold you the car. Yeah. Ford provided the, to the dealership. 
Yeah. So yeah. they're forced to sell this car. And they made $20,000 off of it still. Yeah, but only... Remember, you're the, if you look at your registration, it says original owner or it'll have the... It'll either say the finance company on it or it'll say your name on there. And then uh, there's records of the first owner, the second owner, the third owner. And none of those first owners were ever the dealership or the manufacturer. Mm-hmm. It's almost like a newborn kid, you know? Yeah, they just <laughs> they just tossed him out there. There you go. No, one, no one's parent. Yep. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, the... Uh, Secretly, the U.S. government owns all the cars. Oh, they probably do. They probably do. USA Inc. Maybe they own all the cars. Except for the Miata. Nobody owns Miatas. You tame you tame Miatas as if it was like a wild animal. Yep. Every time I see a Miata, I think it's you or your brother. Because <laughs> when it's all beat up or the top all cut up. Oh, that's fucked up. He said you got a shitty Miata. <laughs> hey, we replaced the fucking top, all right? I know we did. That's why I noticed on yours. But at the same time, I'll see one with the top down, and the guy's like wearing a hoodie, a jacket, a beanie. He's <laughs> still rocking. Yeah, you could buy like full hard top replacements like online on the internet. They ship them right to your house. Oh, dude. Yeah, the, the, there's the hard tops that are cool, but there was this guy, and it's called the Bubble Top Miata Top. And what it is, is it's a, I think he said it's like a three-quarter inch thick um, clear plastic bubble. Wow. Yeah, that serves as a hard top. And can you imagine? That's awesome. That's fucking so cool. You're like in a little snow globe, but you're protected from all the rain, but... Wouldn't it be hilarious is if like the sun catches it just right one day and it fucking fries your eyeball? You know, like it focuses the light just perfect. Burns like off an on <laughs> Yeah, it burns off your ear. <laughs> oh Dan, wow. you your dog in the car when you go into the I'm store. looking at pictures of the bubble top Miata. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> wow. Isn't that bitching? Isn't that cool? Well, it, it, it's cool looking, but like you said. The sun hits it just right. It's gonna fry fry your brain cells. <laughs> That's the shit, though. You said bubble top. Yeah, yeah. It's re- really interesting. This the the aftermarket for Miata and the enthusiasm is I feel like unlike any other car out there. It just has such a weird culty like, culty following. Yeah, Stacy's gonna. What the fuck? It is as bad as I thought. <laughs> oh. oh, Lord! It's awesome. All right. I just saw a few pictures. There's actually a couple of legit cars with the little piece on the back. Uh-huh. It, it it's like owning a T top, but it's the whole top. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And uh, mine's not loading with no. It's like a bubble. These are all legit cars. It it, ma- it makes you want to listen to that song, Everything, all the time. That one. I don't know. I, my Sentra had a uh, uh, a moonroof. And 
I kind of miss it because at night you can open it up, look out, see the stars. You know what I mean? It's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah, that's what. But yeah. Arizona summers, that bitch stays closed. Totally, <laughs> totally. Yeah, m- most of the time I can't have my sunroof open um, on my my Civic. But you know, I I did notice something. <laughs> is like you kind of dress differently too like if you have a convertible and you really enjoy having your convertible like i always had a i always had like a sun hat that i could tie around my chin like a fi- like a fisherman's hat like a bucket hat yeah and that's a how ghillie hat yeah that, that's how i would uh or a boonie hat yep that's how i would drive my miata because i just i love the open air thing like i just love for there to not be anything there you know above my head yeah, my super had a target top. That shit was nice. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. It's it it's free, you know. But you're still not risking your ass like on a motorcycle. Yeah, <laughs> until you roll. Yeah, yeah, until you roll. But that's what roll bars are for, you know. True. Yep. Better wear your seatbelt, and don't let your hands come off the wheel. Oh yeah, totally no. Arms and legs have to stay inside the ride at all times. Yeah. And then hope you must be this tall to ride. <laughs> and then hopefully, your thirty, forty year old. How 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 old is that now? Oh, it's thirty years old, thirty plus years old. Airbag on the Miata doesn't kill you in the crash <laughs> by itself. It's just by by this. The airbag has turned into uh, rock solid substance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no shit. Uh, like when me. You guys ever deployed an airbag before? Yeah, it's crazy. Like a bucket or a wheelbarrow. Yeah, I've I've seen a well, no, not not like that, but I've detonated one. I want to go to the junkyard and rip out some some airbags from some cars, and then hook them up to like a twelve volt battery with like a few bricks on top of the, oh air, the airbag or a a chair or a five gallon bucket full of. Tannerite, I mean something. <laughs> That's called terrorism, Tim. <laughs> no, you gotta reword. You gotta re reword your science project there. In the name yeah, of science. In, in the name of science. Yeah. And nine eleven. <laughs> okay, maybe not nine eleven. <laughs> Sometimes uh, experiments run away on you. Uh huh. Yeah. Accidents happen. Like, oh damn! I didn't mean to blow up the county of Riverside be- <laughs> building. <laughs> oh. oh, there goes the library. <laughs> oh look, a baroon. We have not mentioned China tonight. China, China, China. Well, we mentioned their product, Chineseium. Yes. Oh, that's Chinese. And a lot of their cars that they own. Yeah. Tata. Yeah, that's a Chinese company. No, well, that's Indian. It's Indian. Oh, that, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, you see it when they were getting all those, because uh, it's uh, monsoon season over there, and uh, all their electric vehicles are just a facade over there. Well, uh, if some of these lithium batteries aren't uh, sealed, when uh-huh. they encounter floodwaters, they start uh, like bubbling and shorting out underwater. And yeah. Or, you know, all kinds of awesome fireworks. Ooh, imagine that. You're in your, what would be a good name for a 
Indian made Tesla. Are they not made in India? Magic carpet? You're in your magic carpet with your lithium powered battery. And you're like, oh, there's a bunch of water in the road. I can make it. And then you turn into a toaster bath. Ooh, what a way to die. Sit there boiling your own fucking electric vehicle. (laughs) Boiling is a good term. Yeah. Simmer. So you're at a medium simmer in the pub. Where do you think training suit comes from? <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> he, know, he knows too much. Stacy, Stacy says good night. Night, guys. Good night. I'm walking back home. Plus, I'm doing laundry. So, oh yeah, simmer away. So Panda Express has a new entree. It's called Indian Fried Tesla. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably tastes pretty good with all accent. those. Yeah, with all those spices and whatnot. <laughs> That's funny. Did you guys see that picture that I sent you? The freaking, if God isn't real, why do meteors always land in craters? <laughs> oh Jesus! Checkmate, atheists. Yeah, it was definitely funny. I seen it. Yeah, that's a fucking I, good one. I saw one. It was more of just a pulling, pulling your strings kind of joke. Uh-huh. And it was like, flat Earth is, is is old. Round Earth is old. Now it's time for hot dog Earth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's just think of all the different kinds of Earths, dude. Okay, hot dog Earth is pretty complex, though. I want to see that one. I mean, you got to think about it. In some areas, it's flat. Some areas, it's rounded. <laughs> Hot dog earth is like the happy medium. <laughs> it's a fucking cylinder. I knew it. With rounded yeah. edges. Yeah. Yeah, the flat earthers can live on the edges of the hot dog. I got I got one for you guys. You uh-huh. pull the list to me. Uh... I don't want to just say white celebrities or white famous people. Uh, famous people who blackface. Ooh. So like Eminem would be a good one. Oh, hey, did did I ever send you guys that picture that I took in the fucking uh, in the thrift store? Oh. Uh. Okay, so in Redlands Thrift Store on Alabama Street. Uh. They were selling for $150 a fucking ankle, an ankle bracelet with a heavy chain attached to an iron ball. Yep. And in, in Redlands, you, fi- you find all kinds of shit like that. You know, it's like all these these old families from uh, who knows where. They move here because it's like peaceful and they can afford it. And then they die. And then all this fucking shit surfaces in the in the estate sales and the in the thrift stores and the antique stores. Like ever since I've lived here, every time I go to the antique store in downtown Redlands on State Street, that store has so much blackface shit. It's ridiculous, dude. Like it is pretty hilarious. I think it's funny because it's just like whatever. They're just fucking toys. You know what I mean? But there's a shit ton of stuff. And then that was like. 
Oh, oh, and then one time we found um, we found a whole uh, Nazi getup too in the Redlands thrift store. The fucking the hat, yeah, the hat, uh, the jacket. Yeah, it wasn't even made in China. <laughs> Did it say coals on the inside label? Yeah, that's that's hilarious. Wash, wash with warm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we well, found fa- we found that, but that was the latest one. Is the fucking ball and chain, dude? Hundred fifty bucks. You you didn't want to support support it? No, I didn't. I didn't want to support it. It's too expensive. Funny shit. I know. I don't know. I found a really really weird fucking list of things. So this is on Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Wikipedia is not so trusted. Yep. And it goes, it says, list of entertainers who performed in blackface. And there's names on here like Louis Armstrong, which Louis Armstrong is black, so I don't know how he does blackface being black. <laughs> he did his own face. <laughs> and then there's like Jack Black. Okay. There's Bugs Bunny is on this list. I don't know how that works. Oh my God. Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle is black. Like, come on. Well, he did whiteface. All right. Well, hold on. Let me rephrase what I'm, what I would understand as blackface, but what I was going to bring. Um. So I saw a small list of these people who take like tanning to an extended level. Like these motherfuckers are just brown, but then they had the like a mugshot of like the person who's normal, and then they're. I'm going out on Friday night with my crew and they have to put on their get up. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like the opposite of the Michael Jackson syndrome. But because you're going downtown with your crew and you got to put the extra uh, olive uh, color uh, cosmetic on and like you just totally just, you know, you want to fit in. But uh, it's just a trip on the extent of... Um, you want to not just change your uh, gender, but now you're trying to change your, your race. And I think it's funny, the argument that comes up with people, especially the interviews at the college school campuses, when they bait them in with all the tranny questions. And it's like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Woo-hoo. God bless America. And they're like, all right. Well, what if a person other than uh, they, they had a list of famous people? I should have became more prepared. Hold on, hold on, let me take it here. And then everybody's opinion instantly. As soon as they bring up these people, oh no, that's that's terrible. How could that that person do that? Like, well, did you just not say yourself that there could, you know, gender is open for unlimited possibilities. Be who you are. This is how you are. This is how you were born. You're being natural in, in this identity. Well, if I want to be Slavic now, I mean, who's to tell me that I can't play that part and be that character? Because yeah. really, that's all it is. You're playing a character, right? Mm-hmm. You're acting. Mm-hmm. Not sure about how you guys feel about, about that sort of black facing, and not just uh, not just trying to fit in, but these people who are taking trying to fit in to a whole different level. It's one thing that you go to an inner community school, and you're just now arguments I have always said and people are going to get fucking mad at me for this one um, I see no difference between white privilege and western culture 
looked at all these other countries just dying to come here to America for simple things like uh, uh, adequate electricity, uh, adequate uh, drinking water, sewage conditions, shopping, uh, you know, grocery stores, mm-hmm. education, schools, uh, medical care. All, all, there's a lot of other countries that would just would love just two of those items, let alone all those items. Yeah. Uh, so everyone here is living the dream. Whether you're poor over here or whether you're rich over here, you're living the dream by a lot of other standards in the, in the world. And people are going to say, oh, well, you know, you have it better than all these other people. But uh, there's a sticker I see on uh, a lot of uh, trucks, and it says work for it. And there will be a little flag in the background, whether it's American or Mexican. I see it both. Yeah. Okay. Uh, even the Hispanic community knows that you come here to the country and you fucking, you got to work for it. Generation after generation, people have been here building this country off of hard work. Whether it you, it's the best pay or the worst pay, you know, people come here to live that lifestyle, live that dream, live, live that. So all these people that want to talk about oppression, I mean, yeah, I'm sure, yeah, you. there's all kinds of forms of oppression. Go to a war-ridden country. Go to a real poor country and go see what it's like to have dirt streets, uh, a school where the whole, the church is the school and the school is all one classroom. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, your water comes literally from a well or it comes from a stream in a pot. Yeah. Yeah, people uh, people don't know, man. And you know what's crazy is like all of these people coming here. They they're coming here from places that are like that exactly like what you said. And they're they're coming across the southern border. And due to the difficulty sometimes of crossing the southern border or because they don't have you know, either the balls to to do the crossing by themselves or the money to pay the the people to smuggle them. A lot of people are staying in TJ. TJ is becoming like a multicultural zone. Like there's a lot of Africans over there. There's a lot of Asians and stuff over there. Um, and even TJ, which to us is like, fuck, that place is fucked, you know. To them, it's like pretty awesome. It's way better than what they had back home. I met a, uh immigrant today. Uh-huh. And hmm, I, don't, I don't know how to describe him without being offensive. He spoke Spanish, okay, but he was of African descent. Okay. Oh, bam, but he wasn't Jamaican. I don't know how to describe him. Very good Spanish, but with a lot of, you know, pizzazz to it, right? And he, well, the main thing what I'm telling you is uh, he was selling uh, keychains and bracelets, you know, those... Uh, it's some Jesus bracelets, Virgin Mary bracelet, and the little eye, what is it, the all-seeing eye or whatever. Yeah. The little voodoo necklace all these kids are wearing now. Uh-huh. And uh, he, he was selling them. He had all on the board, everything on their keys and all. He says, I've only been in this country 20 days. I'm here and I'm, I'm working. I, I, I and, you know, need little help. And then he spoke to me a little bit in Spanish and, and English. Very, very good. Just spoken, and he was very clean. He wasn't, and, but he was out here hustling. He's only been here twenty days. Was already got some sort of hustle and business going, making money. That guy couldn't get a real job because you know, 
probably his visa and stuff. Or I don't know what his status is. Yeah. But the main thing was, he goes, I've only been here 20 days. I've been here 20 days now. So I said, welcome. You know, hello. And like, not everyone be rude, you know, to him or saying all kinds of shit, you know. Being, I imagine there's all kinds of derogatory things people would say, you know. Yeah. But where what got me was, the, like I said, I've only been here less than a month. I'm clean shaven. I'm, my clothes are clean. My hair is good. Uh, I'm friendly. I'm polite. I'm out here working. Even though I'm out here on the street doing a side hustle, at least I'm doing something. I'm trying to live the American dream. Yeah. I'm trying to be part of Western culture. Yeah. Versus coming up, hey, oh, oh, I just got here. Can I have some money? You know, I need to eat. I'm hungry. He doesn't know he doesn't have to work for it yet. Yeah. He, they, his whole life before you, you need to go to America, son. And you find a job and you work hard and you become successful. And you bring your mother over. You save your money. Yeah. You be good. Yeah. Versus the average heroin fucking addict here on the street. Yep. Yeah, like you. you I do got a question. What happened? Go ahead. I'm sorry. No. Because I have a question about the heroin addicts. Yeah, shoot it, man. So when I when I go extra early to work, and I stop to refill the truck, uh all the homeless people in the morning they want something sweet. They always want a a a, a coke, a soda. So I kind of wonder if you're coming down or you're on heroin, if you. uh Eat sweets. I had a guy politely ask me for a cup of coffee. Well, I offered a cup of coffee, and I was getting ready to walk in the store, and he goes, "In the Oreo." I said, "What?" He goes, "You know the cookies?" Oh, I was like, "You want some Oreos, man?" And he goes, yeah. I'm "Sorry, I don't mean to make you laugh, but it's just the weird shit they ask for. But it's the ones that are polite are cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't mind that, bro." I'll fucking get you a whole like what do you want to eat man oh wait you hear my cat yeah I don't know I have that same I have the same perspective on it is if you look like you're a fucking tweaker or you look like you've tweaked or you're on drugs or you're an alcoholic you're fucking poor uh I ain't gonna give you a single fucking penny but I was walking into the gas station today and there was this normal looking dude and he said look dude I'm just trying to get <laughs> Fucking some gas or trying to get a job, but I can't get any or some whatever his excuse was. He looked like a normal person, shit out on his luck. So I took some cash out of my pocket, gave it to him on my way out. Yeah, but if you look like you're gonna use my money for your own fucked upness and your your situation. I ain't gonna give you nothing. Yeah. I'll buy you a, something to drink, a, a water or a Gatorade, but I'm not gonna give you money. Yeah, it's it's fair, you know, and that, a lot a lot of people have different different reasons for for doing stuff like that. Like for for me, I don't give money. I don't give money to anybody anymore. That's not to say that I don't give things to people because I'm the same as. I'm the same as you guys, I, I presume, where, you know, if, 
like, damn, like you need a drink of water or you need like some food, then I'll, I'll buy you some, I'll buy you some food, no problem. But I never, ever give money. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, 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 yeah, whatever. I'm, I'm making okay money myself and I'm not like, like super hurting, you know, like today I was out shopping for a guitar amplifier. Like I'm not hurting. Right. Um, but at the same time, I'm not like living in such a state to where I can, uh, I can really give a lot like I saved, I saved up my money in order to do that, you know. In order to do this, yeah, the most I'll ever hand out is you know, max a five dollar bill. Jeez, baller! <laughs> I don't ever hand out five dollar bills, but like today, yeah, uh, what's the difference between the tweet? I, I handed out twenties. God damn it! She's hot. I spent too fucking much money at that goddamn club. If the homeless guy, if the homeless guy flashed his fucking asshole at you, would you fucking go? <laughs> no. <laughs> Come on, Tim. <laughs> no. You want to see my chocolate starfish? Get away from me. <laughs> I haven't watched it in 40 days. Ooh. Man, you killed oh, you killed James. I'm gonna ask, and there I go. When, when the girl asked me the question, I'm like, "Yeah, who here has the hairiest asshole?" <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer, First thing that should come out of your mouth is, "How much money will you give me to show me, or for me to show you my dick?" Ooh, a furry starfish. <laughs> what if I were to get naked and get up on this stage? How much are you going to give me? We call those Chippendales, Tim. It's a different club. It, no, sure you go into the same strip club as we went to. Same time on the same day. Where there's nothing but just female strippers everywhere. That's what you do. Well, you, right. you, well, you, 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 you'll make the DJ say, I fucking hate this place. Again. <laughs> he hates his life or so. He goes, I yeah. fucking hate my life. Bro. He goes, I hate my life. I fucking hate this place or something. What did you say? <laughs> yeah. Like he was just like, all right, next up, this song. And then he just goes, man, I fucking hate this club or some shit. We were like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> all right, Tim. So that that girl told you that you couldn't touch and none of that shit, right? But she she danced for you, right? Yeah, she she's like, all right, it'll be this much, and I'm like, fuck, I'm pulling out fucking a hundred dollars, and I give her the hundred dollars, and she goes, all right, and then she like goes to take a seat on my lap, and she stops and turns around and goes, oh, my only two rules: you can't suck on my nipples and you can't touch my coochie, and I was like, what the. F- <laughs> When was I planning on sucking on your nipples? Like, what kind of dumbass rule is that? Because guys do it, buddy. Yeah. That's why you don't yeah. The thing is, remember, I can't say I haven't done it before, but I'm just saying, the stripper, like, I got morals. <laughs> I got morals in here. 
That's funny. So with morals in mind, those girls demean themselves to go do that for money, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they have zero morals. Okay, so would you go demean yourself for 20s? At a, at a I mean, I kind gentleman, of... Gentleman's oh, okay. I was going to say, I, I kind of do already in the shop, but not like that. <laughs> not like that. I can see... Sh- <laughs> I can see it already. I, Sean's like... Hey boss, I've been losing a little bit of weight. I'm gonna need a schmedium. It's a Sean goes, you know, rock crawling every day. He's getting that four by four action going on with his legs and hands. His hands and forearms are looking all muscly, and all the other mechanics are going, damn. He's got four by four on. He's got four by four. <laughs> Border. Watch out for the glubins. Damn. No, that, that's hilarious. But yeah, like like in in a way, in a way, we all definitely are capable of of doing that. Like I just think about how often, like how I'm I'm paid. I'm paid to display a caring nature to the complaints of these people. You know, that's true. I wasn't even thinking about it that way. Yeah, and that, that I'm, I'm literally paid to put a face on. <laughs> right. Right. Oh wait 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 wait. Hold on. Thank you for calling Domino's. How could I provide you excellent service today? You whore. Oh, there wasn't enough pepper. Oh, we didn't put a light enough layer of cheese on your pizza. Oh, so sorry. Let me fix that for you. sometimes i get fed up and it's rare but it happened it happened i think yesterday this guy he was he was telling me all kinds of shit and like essentially he only had one problem right one serious problem with his truck and then he was just yapping and yapping and i literally like I, i had it it was at the end of my fucking day and i was like oh okay man well I, kinda, I don't care about that, so you can just go park it over there. <laughs> that was pretty fucked up. Nothing, he just left. He, he did what I told my him. F- and, uh, my favorite thing is when customers come in and say, hey, you know, I'm driving 40, 45 miles an hour down the, the street, and my car starts shaking super crazy. Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's look at it. Hey, customer, you need tires. Also, by the way, this is the fifth time that you've brought this car to me on the same complaint in five months, and you still haven't bought new tires. <laughs> when are you going to go buy new tires? You know, it's kind of interesting, too. Like, the, the, the people that that run their tires until they're fucking racing slicks. Those are, those are crazy-ass people, man. There's That's a, me. There's, dude, there's a direct correlation between craziness, rac- the raccoon-like nature. And bald tires. There's, <laughs> there's got to be. <laughs> yeah, my front tires are getting really bad. Oh, dude. Tim's crazy. Yep. Just like me. Raccoon. Yeah, but I'm, I am Tim's mechanic, surprisingly. Uh-huh. And uh, customer states, I need brakes. Mechanic replies, do not need brakes. You need tires. <laughs> uh-huh. 
It's a good mechanic. Tim, have you got tires yet? <laughs> no. No. Tim, Tim <laughs> is for... All right, let, let me tell this story. Hear me out. Okay. So, I already knew I need tires, but then James looked at it and goes, damn, you really need tires. <laughs> but I've, I've been hearing a weird, like, grind... Not a grind, but like a, kind of like a small squeal um, in reverse when I'm braking. I drive the car a lot. So it, it's just weird for me to hear like a weird different noise. Yeah. So I thought I needed rear brakes. The owner of the mechanic shop that I work at that's been working there for like, I don't know, 20 something years tells me your, your rear brakes are at 30%. Damn, I probably need rear brakes. So on his commercial account at Fairview Ford, I ordered brakes, got them really cheap. OEM, Ford fucking, what's the Ford parts brand fucking? Motorcraft. Yeah, Motorcraft. Motorcraft brakes. And so I called James up one day and I was like, hey, bro, what you doing? And whenever I say that, he knows that we're going to go to work. So I take my car over there, get some beer, get the brake tools. He looks at it and he goes, your brakes are just fine. You need tires. But. On top of that, anytime I go, hey, James, I need your help, he ends up doing all the work. That's just who I he asked is. Him who he is. to, like, borrow his area and some of his tools for an oil change. He does the whole oil change. As I'm standing around with a beer in my hand, I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, let, let, let me get dirty at least. Like, No, Tim, we need, yeah, we we need, we need you spiffy clean. Uh-huh. But his labor rate, yeah, his labor rate is Bud Light Platinums. Oh, it's pretty steep, James. Yep, that's what it is. Occasional pizza. Yep. That's good shit. Yeah, no, that, that's just who James is. He just does all the work. Yeah, I'm, I mean, when you've been a mechanic your whole life, it's one of those muscle memory things like you don't actually think to like do it you just you just fucking start doing it your hands are already doing shit you look at the bolt you're like that's a 10 like <laughs> I, I that that's kind of my feeling with James is oh let me just pop these clips and the bolt's coming out oh, the oil's already draining hey speaking of that guess guess what I got um have you guys seen the Easy Drain uh, attachments for your oil pan? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I put one on my car. Yeah, and it's the greatest thing ever. Yeah, I'm afraid of knocking one off. Yeah, I, I got afraid of that too, but then I'm just like, ah, eh, that'll be okay. Is it one of those ones that kind of screws in, and then there's just a little valve you turn it on and off, and it. Yep. Let your oil. Yep. Wow. Yep. So we have one guy. He does. He's got a. It's a. It's like a fourteen or a thirteen F one fifty with the V six in it, mm-hmm. and it's got almost six hundred thousand miles on it. Damn. He does. Um, he, he's a flagger for like the truck drivers that travel long distances, like wide loads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So he does insane amounts of, of driving. So. He comes to us for all of his oil changes, and he has this weird 
that nozzle thing just like that on it. But then he also has like this hose that attaches to it. Yep. And it only unlocks if you put the hose on it. It's weird. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Oh, that that's cool. Like a, a quick quick disconnect drain hose. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you have to put this hose on for it to release the oil out of the, the oil pan. Yeah, re- reefer motors are like that too. Uh, Thermo King. You have to buy a special uh, special drain hose, but it's a quick release. And as soon as you put it on, it opens up the little aperture there and drains it. That's cool shit. Yeah, but it, you know, in in a way, I I see its purpose after six hundred thousand miles. The amount of oil changes he has, he's probably saved on oil pans from, you know, Jiffy Lube Tex fucking. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Tighten it up so hard that it loosens. Yep. Yeah, that, that's that's where I was getting too, because it's like my my car has almost three hundred thousand miles, you know. Um. But it's still going really nicely. I I was just thinking like, damn, like. I do drive the shit out of this car. It'd be cool to just put one of those things on and have one less thing to to fret over, you know, when I'm doing the regular maintenance. Yeah, yeah imagine a, a Ranger that had almost it had like 280 on it, mm-hmm. and it ran like a champ. Oh yeah, dude, the Rangers. If you take care of them from day one, fuck man, those things are awesome. A lot of people don't like working on those though, because the uh, like when they when they do go bad, they need like a head gasket or something, because it's fucked. The disassembly is so horrible on those things. Oh yeah, no, we we did oil changes regularly. We, I think the the three biggest things that we ever did on it was like, I think the synchros and the transmission went bad, and so we replaced the transmission. Or the synchros or whatever, and then the synchros went bad again. You were still able to drive it. Yeah. No, it was the clutch. We replaced the clutch, and then the synchros went bad in the transmission. It drove fine. We did an alternator, a starter, spark plugs, like just regular ass shit, and that thing just drove. I put fucking big tires on it. Romped the shit out of that motherfucker and it just <laughs> romped it. Just daily drove, just one, two, three, four, five, all day long. Yeah. What year was that truck? It was a 2000. It had the uh, the 3.0 uh, Vulcan V6 in it. Yeah. So you know why that is, buddy? Right around year 2000, all the car manufacturers. I'm not gonna call it a conspiracy or something. If I had to try to put an actual, you know, thing to it, I would say either the government lightened up on a standard that the manufacturers have to follow. And what I mean by that is for a while there, uh, there was a government mandate or like transportation law that all cars have to last at least 20 years or 40 years. And over the years, that mandate has slowly tapered up. So back to the year 2000, that's where a lot of cars where they just fucking died off. That was the last year, uh, uh, last good years of the Fords, last good years of the GMs. I like my 03 Suburban. Love it. I just do the regular maintenance, how you just said, just keep giving it love. And look at that truck, just keeps going. 
Oh, yeah, that suburban's been through hell and back, and it just purrs like a fucking kitten, dude. Yeah, that thing runs a kid. And you know what's funny is when I dialed it, uh, I did a head gasket at the service truck. 400,000, uh, everyone told him it was blown up, and the customer wanted to put heads on it. I said, I don't give a fuck, it's your money. You want me to pull this engine apart? But it ran. I was like, all right. And uh, there was a, uh, uh, correct me if I pronounce it wrong, a deaf person there, a deaf, 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 deaf person. How do you say it? E-E-F, like deaf fluid? No, the person, he can't hear. He's a fucking mute. Oh, oh, deaf. Deaf, yeah. Yeah, deaf. Yeah, but not deaf. The deaf. I can't say that word. I'm sorry. D-E-F. So, uh, <laughs> He's a D-E-F. He, uh, He's an ammonia guy. <laughs> deaf. Well, Sean, I think he plays the guitar. Uh-huh. I guess he can hear sound really good, so I just fired up the truck, the lifters. I had set the valves just one time, and I tried a different technique this time. And uh, fired up the first time, and he walked up, and he walked over and he put his hand about three inches over the the radiator and just felt it and got a big smile on his face and he looked at his brother and he gave him a big thumbs up and he pointed at me that's how fucking smooth i had that motor in it that motor had four hundred thousand on it yeah but i did the whole top in um i've been used some fancy sport books that are uh, ac delco rapid fire you know a multi-sport there's some sort of anti-electrical interference uh, plug yeah and then i used a, a thick aged uh, wire and uh, uh, as a service like a service rated for service vehicles yeah uh some mobile one synthetic oil yeah, yeah that shit like i said it ran fucking good and even the the deep guy was just like wow you could feel how smooth the motor ran yeah what's even cooler uh, about that story is i was on delivery one day and I saw the same service truck and this was a, like probably a month or two after he, he fixed it and I called James up and I'm like yo the truck's still running <laughs> it made me feel bad like I do bad work <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, no I, I just I, I called him really I called him and I was just like hey I just saw that truck that you were working on that's pretty cool like just kind of like a small world kind of thing you know yeah I mean, me and the guy that had his truck worked on are kind of in the same area, you know, 20 minutes apart, but I've seen that truck on multiple occasions. So finally that one time I was like, let me call James and let him know that, you know, the truck is actually still running. It's, that's cool. Like, yeah. 400,000. Um, I know another guy has a truck and he beats the fuck out of it. The truck. Almost made it 500,000. It had four, like 440,000 on it, and then he drove it to Alabama two or three times, and then, uh, then it retired. Well, yeah. But those did. last uh, 7,000 miles were rough on it. Yeah. He must have been blasting that song from Alabama. It's called I'm Your Sister. You hear that song? What the? Holy. Why, why does Alabama have such a bad rep? Alabama has... No reps except for cousin fucker, sister fucker, and incest, and that's it. <laughs> in the in the casual slavery topic. Yeah. Tim, Tim, are you you're right with your computer, right? <laughs> yes. Pull up the video. Pull up the video. Would you kiss your sister for twenty five seconds? I'm not recording. <laughs> it's all right. 
but it, it's a joke where it goes so they're asking all these army guys they're like hey you know like Gonzalez would you kiss your sister for uh, yes kiss your sister for 25 seconds uh yeah kiss your sister on the lips for 25 seconds for $25,000 and the one guy goes fuck yeah <laughs> you know uh-huh. and then they ask the next guy and the the guy goes like so you mean would I kiss my ex-wife <laughs> Uh, they ask another guy they, they go look up to him and they just look at him and they go oh, you're a dirty motherfucker no I'm not even gonna ask you and he goes um, he goes no you gotta ask me and he's like alright would you kiss Frenchie blah 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 and he goes he goes I would do it for negative $25 I would pay her $25 to let me kiss her for 25 cents <laughs> Jesus Christ damn but okay so that that's just that's just funny out in the field you know in the motor pool right so Uh but how many how many people okay so there's a joke hold on what is it uh a girl goes ask her dad hey daddy can i borrow the car tonight and he says no no you know the rule and she's like dad do i have to and he's like yep sure do so she drops on her knees and starts blowing her dad and she's like oh dad your dick tastes like shit she, he goes oh I'm sorry honey your brother borrowed the car already <laughs> oh what the fuck, fuck is that dude <laughs> oh my god <laughs> your brother borrowed it who else <laughs> borrowed this fucking car yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that dad is just a yeah, fucking degenerate crazy man yeah, that's gross. But you said there's a stereotype of California. Like, the people in Alabama, like, oh, them California liberals, them weirdos. Well, we're, you know, just guess not everybody in Alabama is a cousin fucker, is what I'm saying, I guess. I don't know. Supposedly. Supposedly. There's also farmers out there. What do they farm in Alabama? Tornadoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> STDs. Catfish. Labs. They don't really do the farming. It's the African Americans. Oh. <laughs> Dude. You know, they have the sun. What do they call those? Sunset towns out there? Sunset towns? Yeah. So when I would when I would go out there in the in the summer to go visit my, uh, my family, my, my cousins would like. Imagine coming into a, like a new gang territory here in California. You know, the, my ca- cousins were from California, so they went out there and they had to experience how the different cu- uh, culture over there, how they do things over there. Yeah. So, uh, Sunset Town is, uh, well, I'll just say it. I don't care. Uh, you're not allowed to be black and out, be out in town after sunset. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. And there's a fucked up saying, and other people can correct me, but it's, uh, oh, man, how do I want to say it? Fucked up. Uncensored. Don't let your black ass get caught on our town on sunset, or or don't let the sun set on your black ass on our town or something like that. It's it's a fucked up saying. Yeah, I can't remember. So, uh, if you're out after dark, you're substitute for beating, being arrest, if not worse. Yeah, no. Uh, there was a town in Georgia called Tumorville that was a, 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 po- a poverty-stricken area where all the black people lived. And uh, it, was, it was just a real shitty part of town. Mm-hmm. And they called the blacks out there uh, tumors. 
and from tumor bill <laughs> well that's fucked they, that's like they set people up for failure whoever lives in fucking tum- tumorville but that's that's the norm and my cousins are like my cousins were not oblivious to it because they didn't grow up that way but they're like hey guys check this out town i'm like no fucking way so then they, they roll over out there and and to get into the town there's like an old wooden rickety sign that welcome to tumorville and so I'm trying to remember where, where the closest city to that would be. Hmm. When they first moved out there, it was in Lizella, Georgia, and then they moved to like Macon, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, one or the other, I can't remember which one it was, but they lived in both both those areas. And uh, uh, I, tr- I even tried to get a summer job, but my uh, uncle told me, he goes, uh, you, you can't get a job and I said why I'm willing to work and he goes he kept on trying to be polite and tell me they're not going to hire you because it doesn't work that way I'm like what do you mean I'm willing to work he goes nope he goes look around son he goes look at all the stores we're going to go to look who's doing all the manual work doing all the labor he goes you have your white collar jobs and your blue collar jobs and he goes uh trying to figure out a way just how to say it politely but you know can't do it but the racism out there is so prevalent that uh, you're restricted on even the type of employment that you, that you can get or have or apply for yeah totally that's my my buddy um what the hell was his name damn he was an old older black dude from uh he was from Mississippi yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah he was he was from mississippi and he would always tell me you know he's like like the that i would love it if not for the people out there because uh he's the nature guy too oh bernie his name was bernie is bernie and uh he's like the the nature is beautiful there's fucking trees and streams and animals and there's nice weather and shit like that, you know, real slow living. It's like, but that racism shit is crazy. Like he he wanted he wanted so bad to go back to Mississippi, but uh, he just couldn't do it because of the culture. You know, the culture was just it was too overpowering over there. There's like nothing you can do. Your life as a human being, as a social animal, is totally dictated by the culture that you're surrounded with. And so he was just like, he gave up on that dream. And even though California was so tough compared to that place where he was from, that he'd rather stay here and struggle like how we struggle out here than go back over there and deal with that shit. I said how much of a normality that is there all the kids the generations of kids that grow up into that where they think that's normal yep um like Dave Chappelle this is funny shit back to the, the blackwashing uh, Dave Chappelle uh, was making the joke about uh, he says uh, the first time he w- w- as a kid went to one of his friend's house and he saw how the other people lived and he was like wow you know? <laughs> oh yeah uh, <laughs> uh-huh. oh okay here, so here's a a good point uh a couple of my uh Martha's friend's 
kids. I'm not saying her kids are ghetto, but her friends fucking ghetto as fuck. They went to her par- uh, Martha's parents' house, and they had the big ass living room, carpet, couch, lazy boy chairs, um, massive TV with stereo system. Yeah. I what the kids asked, and uh, they're like, they're like, wow. They're like, you guys live here? And they're like, yeah. And they're like, even asked like how many people live here you know kind of thing they were all shocked and all it was the first ever big house but you guys have both been to Martha's house and I mean it's a nice house but it's not no fucking mansion or it's not a big house or, yeah but to those kids living in an apartment all their life especially a wretched ass apartment yeah you know they thought that fucking house was like royalty and stuff oh yeah totally um, like so every time we go houses and apartments and I would say the size of Martha's house would be a, a happy medium for me like I would be more than spacious in a house like that but it is not the biggest house that there is yeah especially in this desert yeah <clears throat> yeah either of you guys gone to my uh, cousin's house in Apple Valley no no they live over there in the felony flats. Oh yeah. And their uh, apartments are so run down that uh, there's no grass. There's barely a big ass tree in the yard. It's all dirt. And uh, they still have a birthday party there and make do. Like it's like, just like it's, you know, another day. And sometimes when I'm really fucking liquored up, I'm just like looking around. I'm like, wow, man. This is like a. I feel like we're desert rednecks. Yep. And uh, so, like one time, I, I stopped one of my daughters, and uh, you could tell they were having that great of a time. I just said, "Hey, I just wanted to let you know, I grew up in apartments like this, getting evicted from one house to another. You know, fucking grew up poor and shit. Yeah. I go, this used to be my normal life right here. Yeah. And they're looking around, like, you know, it took them a couple times to realize, you know, what they have, but you know, telling them, I go, look, this is normal life to people, and sometimes people think this is good living conditions." Yep. Yeah, man, you get, I don't know, and then when, when you're in that situation, you just get totally institutionalized, you know? Like, uh, my my mom, when she decided to move uh, with my stepdad down into the Inland Empire, which, you know, I can't call it a mistake, but I do wonder, what the fuck? Because <laughs> I was a farm kid, what the fuck? Traumatized me, moving me to this shitty ass Fontana. Anyway, um, yeah, like they had to rent out like a garage, and the fucking garage was haunted. Uh, have some crazy memories of that shit, and then moved to the best apartment that they could afford, that was like somewhat near their work. And that thing was fucked up too, man. Fuck it, I got jumped. Awesome. Like all all kind all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah, as a little kid, man. What was his ethnicity? Who my my stepdad? No, the kid who jumped you. Oh oh, they were all black. There was five black kids. Uh, yeah, they. One 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 kid. He he lured lured me into the uh, into the laundry room of the apartment complex, and. I always used to roll around the apartment complex because I had two friends and I wasn't like 
I wasn't operating on party lines back then, you know what I mean? Like, I, my friend Chris, he was black. And then I had another friend in there, and he was Mexican kid. And um, so I just thought nothing of it. I was like, oh, yeah, who's this person? They're like, oh, yeah, come here. I want to show you something. So I go over there, and then, boom, I'm, like, getting hit. They're fucking going through my pockets and shit. And they ran away, but they let me go. And the thing was, is the, like, I guess the ringleader, he, uh, he also lived in the apartment complex, and I could run pretty fast my whole life, so I ran after him, and I found his ass. And then, long story short, he, I witnessed his mom kicking his, kicking his ass like crazy. It was pretty funny. Oh, for doing that to you? Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know, you get, you get institutionalized, man, and then I remember, like, after that, they, uh, they found their way into a house in Rialto, and I, and I remember that I was like, wow, like, this, this house is really nice. Fucking shit, but it wasn't really nice. It was like, it was fucked up, you know? The house was, was kind of trashed, but to me, it was like, wow, this is so much better. I don't have to deal with fucking looking at car crashes and people getting fucked up on the street and all these random weirdos hitting me up for money even though I was in elementary school. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Yeah, we go through some shit, dude. Especially in the inner cities or on the outskirts. It's like, you gotta find yourself in the middle. That's the appeal of the suburbs, I, I imagine. You think rich kids go through difficult problems or do you think they're just problems or just made up of well, like Starbucks ran out of problem. Yeah. I think their problems is my daddy didn't buy me a Rolls Royce yeah. for my birthday in the color black. I'm gonna be trans with now. Twenty inch rims. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm gonna be trans. <laughs> yeah. My uh, tax lady, uh, they bought a house in Apple Valley. They moved from Victorville, so they went from an inner city school to. Uh, some fucking, I don't know, some fucking privileged fucking school in Apple Valley, but because it was still public, you know, they, they went there. So, uh, kid's name is Marlon, I think. Uh, he sat down, you know, kid next to him, you know, they start talking cars and stuff, you know, trying to get along, I guess you could say. Well, the kid had asked him, how much is your, is your parents' budget? what are you talking about he goes how much of a budget did your parents give you to go buy your first car he goes no and he goes I have to work for it he was like oh my parents gave me up to 30,000 fuck uh huh and uh you talk about feeling out of place and shit you know looking at a kid who just is given $30,000 your son you deserve it yeah you're in the 10th grade you're a man yeah you're a man that's crazy shit I don't know man you can't hate people for what they're born with I mean I I, I was good friends with this guy uh, Kyle his parents owned a fucking island in in the Puget Sound in Washington it's where they lived like he had to take a small ferry to his house every day you know yeah but can't hate the dude. I mean, he was a hard worker. He worked with me. He was a cool fucking dude. He had his uh, he had his ethics. 
about him but yeah he wasn't he wasn't ashamed to like use the things that were afforded to him you know he's a straight straight up dude it's just that he was definitely born with a little more but that that's the thing too about about like you can't you can't hate people for that stuff out, outright most of the time because that seems like a ploy from the fucking controllers right there. Oh, let's let, let's make things so hard that these people that have just a little bit less than these other people that don't really have, you know, heck of a lot either. Let's make let's make them a little bit antith. Uh, what do you call that? Like antagonized, kind of towards each other. Bully. Yeah, something something along those lines. That guy was cool. I, I never never got back in touch with him. I was just uh I was in my own world. And then by then it was, uh, it was a little too kids are jerks though. Yeah. The humble ones are cool. Yeah, yeah for sure. But when they're dicks, yeah, for sure. That's when you kick them into the whole Spart Sparta style. What was yeah. I am Sparta. Yep. <laughs> Except you're like, I am lower middle class, and then you kick him into the hole. <laughs> I eat macaroni and hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, it took me fucking thirty years to to come to the point of earning where I can afford organic chicken sausages. <laughs> That's fucking funny. Yeah, take no more while. Big Macs for you. Huh? Nope. Hey, speaking of Big Macs, that leads us into a good topic. Uh-huh. McDonald's food is horrible now. Like, it doesn't matter what I eat from McDonald's. Uh-huh. I feel like absolute shit within an hour. Oh, yeah, you're eating yeah, nanobots. And it's expensive as shit. <laughs> uh-huh. It's good, though. Well, it's shaped, eat it. it's shaped like food. It, it kind of tastes good. But at the end of the day, it still tastes like shit. Yeah. It looks like food. It kind of smells like food. Must be food. Right, well, since you're talking about McDonald's, what was I going to ask you guys about? What did you bring up? Oh, yeah, I remember. So, the, you ever see the list of um, the top, like, 10 polluters into the eco? carbon footprint no yeah like Starbucks McDonald's um like McDonald's like the whole uh, plastic utensil thing yeah. uh, in California where no straws and all that yeah. single use items uh, um working in all the warehouses um every facility has a to be destroyed area but they just have an old product that's perfectly fine and they just throw it away or shred it. Yeah. Uh, Subaru, they advertise, you know, how all those commercials, you know, you buy a car from us, we'll give a snow cone to a polar bear. Mm-hmm. Um, they have some sort of green certificate at their factory where it's um, green energy mm-hmm. or 100% green. They have no trash. Like here, Subaru, we don't even have a trash can. It was a funny commercial, how they said it. Well, they send 
all um, 70 to 90 percent of their trash it goes to an incinerator and because it goes to an incinerator and it's still burned and because it's burnt clean uh, they get a little gold star because they still fall under the green so point being I think it's weird the whole how vague and of a wide line at the same time you can dub something zero emission carbon neutral green recycled the, my biggest one I like is um, o- ocean born plastic mm-hmm. could be up to like two or three miles inland so it could be at a trash can at a park and you can recycle that and you can get an extra gold star all ocean ocean bound yeah yeah so that plastic could have potentially ended up in the plastic two miles away from the ocean the yeah. beach yeah So, but, um, yeah, I think the, all these companies that get to say that, oh, yeah, we're, this potato chip was sustainably made. Mm-hmm. And then Subaru making such shitty cars, too. What the hell? They used to be good. Yeah, they used to be good. Now they're not. You guys get a lot of Subaru there, Tim? Huh? Your shop? I was asking Tim if they get a lot of Subarus at his shop. Hmm. We don't, I think, I don't know, we don't get a lot of Subarus. It's every once in a while we get a Subaru. Um, It's weird. We see a lot of, it's really hard to tell. We get a lot of the same people with the same vehicle. So I think I've seen a lot of Civics. um, The last 10 years of the Civic. I see a lot of the last 10 years of the tra- uh, Traverse, uh, the Chevy Traverse. Oh, yeah. I see um, a lot of the 2010 to 2018 Silverados. I see a lot of, I don't know, I see a lot of fucking cars, dude. What What I'll do next time I'm there, I'm there. I'm going to go through like the last year's worth of tickets and just start writing down car names and then ticks next to their name. <laughs> and every time I see that name, I'm just going to keep writing down a tick. And that'll be my homework of that day. So next Thursday, I'll have a little list of cars we see the most. Yeah. I bet you won't see any Toyota Avalons. I've never seen an Avalon. Yep. Right. Let's see what else. I think it's weird how they can make a car so bulletproof at the same time. I've seen one Ford Fusion. Mm. The Ford Fusion, that's such a weird car. I think it was 2003 to 2005, some small window where Ford worked together with Volvo to produce the Ford Fusion. And in those years... Oh, excuse me. (coughs) In those years, Volvo and Ford made, like, the best fucking Ford that was ever made. But then after... Yeah, like, like, I think Volvo did the suspension on it, and they did a couple of other things on it, and it was just, like, the bee's knees... You know, the Ford, that Ford Fusion that was the joint venture with Volvo was pretty kick-ass. 
know, one good thing about Ford, they do uh, use uh, Yamaha designed uh, engines. Do they? Yeah, all the show motors. So there's um, two categories when it comes to Yamaha. Uh-huh. You have Yamaha built and Yamaha design. And uh, so I think the Ford modular V8 was originally designed by Volvo. So that's the, anything with the, all the Coyote motors, all the 5.4s, the 4.6s, mm-hmm. the 4.0. Uh, so I think Ford took it and then after Yamaha built them the perfect motor, then they went in there and we're, we got to shave all the weight and metal off the, the engine. So like prime example, Ford uses a lot of seven millimeter bolts versus uh, uh, Chevy uses a lot of eight, 10 millimeter bolts. Yeah. Well, you save a lot of metal off a seven millimeter bolt when you stamp out one billion, you know, 4.6 engines. Mm-hmm. Uh, so back to the Yamaha thing. Uh, so I'm pretty sure if you have a Yamaha built engine, it comes with a data tag that's on the valve cover. And a lot of times they're hand signs, like the Terminator motor. Yeah. I think that's a Yamaha, Yamaha built engine. Hmm. Uh, so back to the quality of the Volvo, uh, a lot of these manufacturers will team up with uh, real big companies and make a perfectly good car. Like the, uh, did I just show you guys that one where uh, Lexus and Bose made uh, the they made a car. Bose made the suspension, and Toyota provided the uh, or Lexus provided the car. Yep. Yeah, that video is awesome. The car. Yeah. You saw how it jumped. Yeah. Over the obstacles and stuff. Oh yeah, that made me smile so much. I was like, you know what? If my Miata could jump, that would just be like, <laughs> that would be the 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 most adorable thing, probably in the universe, next to real dogs. Write a letter to Bose, or go to the Bose speaker store. Yeah. Tell the guy you want to make a deal there. <laughs> I want to make a deal. I have nothing to offer. <laughs> <laughs> Just my happiness. Yeah, that, that's that's an interesting thing. Um, and then the, there was also uh, the Toyota Corolla XSE. No, not the XSE. It was it was fuck. What was it? But it was like a early 2000s version of the Corolla. My brother would know a lot about this because he's a nerd about that particular car. Um, Yamaha made their motors, and they were kick-ass motors. They were like fucking monstrous little Corollas. Manual transmission. I think they had close to like 300 horsepower or something, if I'm not mistaken. Really? Yep, they were just like some weird experimental venture that Toyota decided to do. Like a street bike motor in it or what? No, no, it, it was a it was a car motor, a four cylinder, but it was just fucking tuned up. Pretty, they're pretty, rare, yeah, pretty rare to find, but uh, they do exist. Well, Subaru and Toyota did that shit. Well, that be uh, FS. Oh, I know. FRS. I don't know why they did that bullshit. I hate that car. I was so sad. Yeah. It should have been a Toyota motor. If it was a Toyota motor, that car would have been so much more successful at, like, being a good car. <laughs> well, even worse, look what they did to the Supra. Oh, I know. A BMW? What the hell? Of all the fucking things. I don't want to talk about it. I yeah. don't want to talk about it. Yep. No, don't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think it looks ugly as fuck, too. That, that thing is horrible. That thing's like the the worst the worst design I've ever seen. 
on a sports car was that car. Sorry to my friend Mark. I told myself I, I, told myself I couldn't. I could possibly afford this car. Uh-huh. It's only listening for fucking red. <laughs> I think I started reading all the comics before I could even find out what the car was equipped with. Uh huh. No way. <laughs> Everyone's just no. t- talking shit. <laughs> no. It's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. What can you do? I guess that's what a. Uh, a vasectomy feels like a Toyota Supra yeah the last generation what'd you say Tim what's up Tim snip snip Mm. yep the balls came off (laughs) the dangly bits yep the 90s was the last the last of the balls what about like a Lexus SC 400 or 500. Oh, yeah. Those are sweet. Those are really cool. They're gas hogs, though. So, at that price, what do you care if the, the bitch is thirsty? I wonder what the MPG, MPG is on there. I think it was, like, around about the same as a truck, right? It was, like, the low low 20s. Oh. I was in Palm Springs. I heard uh, an engine open up, and I couldn't figure out like the exhaust note you know Mustang sound this way the stupid infinity sound that way yeah you know I mean? yeah well this guy fucking roosted on down the street flipped a bitch a U-turn and come back the other way when he got back on the on the U turn hmm I don't know if you were to give a bunch of people scalpels and tell them to sword fight people whatever like the acoustics that would come off the blades <laughs> Or a scissor fight. Uh-huh. That's what that fucking engine sounded like when it opened up, uh-huh. and I was just like, "Holy shit!" I've never been so impressed by a V8. And then when he blew by, so I barely got a glimpse of the tail lights. I was like, what "The fuck? That was a Lexus." Mm-hmm. That car moved. Yep. I was like, "Holy shit!" Doing weird things. That's money for you, I guess. Yeah. I think if I could, you know, I think my my brother and I, we share the same dream where it's like, if the crisis is averted and we don't have World War IV, uh, I would like to, for one, have a house. Number two, have like a bunch of Geo Metros and uh, Miatas and Honda Accord wagons. Just have all these weird fucking cars and just f- fiddle with them, you know, until I get bored. It would take a long time, too, because I like those weirdo things. They're the good cars, though. I like yeah. wagons. Yep. All right, guys. Virgin on oh. two hours here, and I think I'm free. I'm, I'm ready for bed. So. Sounds good. I think Timmy's sleeping anyway. We good with that? Oh, I'm still here. Oh, okay. But I'm doing like six things right now. It's kind of fucked. <laughs> all right. That's all right. I see. I see how raccoons operate, dude. Like we have we have some here, <laughs> and they're just like like they're doing one thing and then they're doing the next thing, and it's all a flow. 
I've been seeing a lot of raccoons squished on the road lately, like weird places. Raccoons going way over here. That's fucked up, man. He was on a night mission. Yep. Yep, they usually are. Well, they ain't called trash pandas for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, All you guys right. have a good night. Successful episode. Later, guys. Later. Thank you, you guys. Right. Good night. Dan Payaka Manaku and then Gosaka.